Praise God. Praise God. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place tonight. Praise God. Did anybody come tonight to get something from God? How about the rest of you? Hallelujah. I came to hear from God. Hallelujah. And what I'll be preaching tonight, I'm preaching to myself as well as to y'all. So, but uh, I know God's spoken to me. But before we go in there, into that, before I came out, I got, I was praying, and all of a sudden this song I ain't heard in years came back to me. And asked Sister Regan if she could help me play it. She, she graciously obliged, and we're going to try to do it tonight. Hallelujah. Well, me and the devil, we had a battle. And I won. Well, me and the devil, we had a battle, and I won. Well, me and the devil, we agree. I hate him, and he hates me. Well, me and the devil, we had a battle, and I won. Well, me.
you for it tonight. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, for the promise that we win. Oh, Jesus, we love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you for it, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. That's something I'm thankful for. The knowledge that no matter what battle I face with the devil, that I win. Hallelujah. And there's only one thing me and the devil agree on. And that's he hates me, and I hate him. Hallelujah. Praise God. And when you hate something, that means there ain't nothing that thing that you hate can do to stop you from making it to heaven or making any of your goals. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for allowing me to attempt to sing my grandpa's favorite song. Hallelujah. It's been a long time since I heard it. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to Psalms chapter 16. Praise God. Praise God. If you got it, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Verse 11 says, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. I want to focus on in thy presence is fullness of joy. And Mr. Soundman, my title is Fullness of Joy. All right, let's go to God in prayer. I need God's anointing tonight. Hallelujah. Oh. Can we give him a hand clap of praise tonight? Oh, we love you, Jesus. Oh, we worship you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to take us to a story of David. Like I've said before, David has got to be my most favorite Bible character in the whole Bible. But there was a time in David's life where he was running from King Saul and even time, came a time where he was fighting against Israel and the Philistines decided they didn't want him to fight against Israel with them. And uh, so they sent David home. And on David's way home, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 30 they, and it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day 
that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. Can you imagine leaving church tonight and pulling up to your house, and ain't nothing left of it but rubble? And knowing that your family was in it, and wondering if they made it. That's, a, that's what David and his men were doing right now. They, they, they topped the mountain, and they seen smoke on the horizon. And I can only imagine how fast they, they kicked it up to get home. To find out what was going on. Hallelujah. And their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. But they had no clue that they were taken captive. They could have been in that rubble. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept. Until they had no more power to weep. Hallelujah. I can't even imagine what David's going through in this, in this point in time of his life. I can't imagine showing up at home knowing my family was at the house and, and, it, and it's just a pile of rubble, wondering if they made it out, not being contacted by anybody. Just, it just blows my mind. I can't even comprehend it. I think these men had a right to weep. I think these men had a, had a right to, to feel sorry for themselves at this time. And they did. Believe me, they did. Even to the point of wanting to stone David for keeping him from home for so long. Hallelujah. And on down into verse 6, after, after they, done, they, they done threatened David's life, David was greatly distressed. In verse 6 he says, For the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. David said, All right, that's enough crying. It's happened. What's happened's happened. And we've got to go on. And David found himself a place of prayer, and he began to encourage himself in the Lord. And he, and he hollered to Abiathar the priest, and David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought, him, brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue, shall I pursue after this truth? God, can I go? Can I go avenge myself of these, of this, if this defeat? Shall I overtake them, even if I do go after them, God? And God answered, "Pursue." Hallelujah! God answered, "Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all." He didn't just say you're going to recover the belongings that they took that they thought was going to be good spoil. You're going to recover everything. everything. Hallelujah. So David went and his 600 men that were with him and came to the brook Besor where those that were left behind stayed. Hallelujah. A most trying time, but they got a promise from God. A most trying time, but God gave them a promise. You're going to overcome you're going you're gonna to regain all, David. And I'm, I'm going to skip some more of this. And it, getting down into verse 17. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. Two days he was smiting Amalekites. 
And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men, which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all. David recovered all, church. I hope that does for you. What have you lost in the battle? For your soul. What have you lost while you were away helping helping your brothers and sisters fight their battles? You know, you're probably sitting back saying, Dear God, why did I go help them? It's worse now than it was when I left. But that's what God's got us all for. And God's got a promise. You're going to recover all. My friend, you're going to recover all. I don't care what it is you lost. You're going to recover all. It doesn't matter what the devil has thrown in your path. You're going to recover all that he has taken from you. Hallelujah. Praise God. And on to another story from David when he was king. And he got in back when Saul was king. The Ark of the Covenant was taken. We all know this. Most of us know this. I'm taking for granted tonight. And David went and tried to fetch it one time and kind of did it in the wrong fashion. And a guy died. And so they said, all right, well, here's the house of Obed-Edom. We're going to stick it in his house until we can get, get things in order here. And so after a little while of being in Obed-Edom's house, David started hearing reports of great blessings and and joy being in that house. And how probably, the Bible doesn't say this, but everybody wanted to go to Obed-Edom's house. Something's going on over there at Obed-Edom's house. And I want to be there. And it finally dawned on David, oh yeah, the Ark of the Covenant's at his house. I want to go get that thing, and I want to put it in the middle of Jerusalem. That way they're coming to the city of David to worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it was told King David, saying, The Lord hath blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that pertaineth unto him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom in the city of David with gladness. And it was so that when they bare the ark of the Lord, when they went and got that ark, they didn't just do it haphazardly. You hear me? They didn't just go pick it up and say, all right, we're going to take this little piece of furniture and we're going to stick it in Jerusalem. It says here in verse 13, it says, And when they that bear the Ark of the Covenant had gone six paces, every six steps, six steps, I'm telling you, this was slow going. King David commanded that sacrifices of oxen and fatlings be made every six steps. David said, this is an important thing. And we're going to make sure that this thing goes through like it was planned. And even more so. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod. I'm telling you, while they were retrieving the ark, it was more than just a little procedure. They retrieved the ark with exceeding great joy. They weren't just walking along beside it. But David was dancing up a storm. He was. Praise God. I got to looking at the word joy. And it's, it's nothing significant. And I'm not 
a Bible scholar, I just looked up the definition of Merriam-Webster's and also Easton's Bible Dictionary. It said, joy is a source or cause of delight. In Easton's Bible Dictionary, it says, joy is that which causes joy or happiness. Joy is the sign of, exhibit, of exhibition of joy, gaiety, mirth, merriment, festivity, to rejoice, to be glad, to delight, to exalt, to give joy to, to congratulate, to gladden, to make joyful, to exhilarate, and to enjoy. How many has lost their joy in the fight? It's been a long battle, church. How many has lost their joy in the fight? How many can be honest enough with themselves and say, look, I'm here, I've got the Holy Ghost deal, but there's something missing. There's something that's just not there that used to be there. That, that little spring in my step ain't there anymore. That smile on my face when I go to work on Monday morning isn't there anymore. Seems like every time I leave the house of God, after I've been uplifted, I just lose it all. You know, that's not the way God intended it for it to be. He didn't intend for it to be that way at all. You know, weeping endures but for a night. But God has a promise to those that sow in tears and, and to those that sorrow. He really does. Did you know that? And it, it's, not, it's not something that waits until you get over on the other side. That's right. It's a reward that he gives to you right here on earth. Amen. It extends to the other side, but it's a, it's a benefit that you can, you can receive on earth. Brother Merriman, could you read to me Psalms 126 and verse 5? They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Did y'all hear that? They that sow in tears, they're going to reap in joy. All those nights of weeping and wailing and crying over your lost loved ones, those that have walked out on God, those that still haven't come into God, all those tears, you're going to be reaped in joy. That joy that when you see them come back and pray through. That joy of when you see those that haven't been in church yet pray through. When you see them talking in tongues, oh, what a joy there's going to be that day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. And in Isaiah chapter 35 and verse 10. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Isaiah 61 and 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Praise God. Beauty for ashes. Oil for joy of mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Praise God. If that's not something worth worshiping over, I don't know what is. Those are promises straight from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. In Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 13. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together. For I will turn their mourning into joy. Their mourning into joy. And will comfort them ha. and make them rejoice from their sorrow. Praise God. 
Rejoice from the soul. John 16 and verse 20. Verily, verily, I say unto you that you shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice. And ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The world's going to rejoice because you're, you're, you're in sorrow. The world's going to rejoice because everything's going wrong for you. But it says, ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrows are going to be turned to joy. Hallelujah. John 16 and verse 24. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. In my name ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. You wonder why you don't have joy? Is everybody sleeping tonight? Come on, Brother Brandon. You wonder why you don't have joy tonight? It says here in John 16, 24, ask. Have you asked for joy? Are you, have you just been complaining that you don't have joy? There's a big difference there. God wants to know if you really want joy. And he, he, might, he, he knows your thoughts even before you think them. But he wants to hear it from your lips. He's not just going to give it to you because you thought it. He wants to hear you say it. God, I need joy in my life tonight. Hallelujah. That's what it says. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. You know, also, after the promises, I got, to, I got a ton of scripture tonight. But I got to look in through the scripture and I, I begin to notice something. It says, in every scripture, you've got to do something for joy. Something for joy. It's just not going to come into your life just because you're a good person. Just because you're sitting around doing nothing, you're not going to receive joy that way. When you come to church on a Sunday night and you can sit here and sit on your pew and look at the song leader, you're not going to get joy that way. It's the truth. It's the truth. Each time the Bible talks about obtaining joy, there's something to be done. Every time. Job 29 and 13. The blessings of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. Sing for joy. Job 20, 38 and 7. When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Shouted for joy. Psalms 5 and 11. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy. Shout for joy. Because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Praise God. Shout for joy. Psalms 32 and 11. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy, and all ye that are upright in heart. Shout for joy in Psalms 32 and 11. Are you seeing a pattern here? Amen. If you want joy, you're going to shout for it. If you're going to get joy, you've got to sing for it. Yes, sir. Amen. Psalms chapter 35 and verse 27. Let them shout for joy Let and be glad. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That Psalms, I'm going to skip through this a little bit, Brother Merriman. Psalm chapter 65 and verse 13. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered over with corn. They shout for joy. And they shout for joy. They also sing. Psalm 67 and verse 4. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. 
For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Save Praise off. God. Singing for joy in Psalms chapter 67 verse 4. Psalms 132 and 9. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness and let thy saints shout for joy. Shout for joy. Praise God. Psalms 132 and 16. I will also clothe her priests with salvation and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. They shall shout aloud for joy. Is, it, is this getting through to anybody tonight? We're awful quiet tonight. Hallelujah. When I hear a preacher preaching about joy, it excites me. Yeah. I'm not saying you need, to, you need to be up on your feet swinging from the chandeliers because I'm up here preaching. There's something about joy. Yeah. When it gets down inside of me, it makes me want to shout. It makes me want to sing. It makes me want to leap for joy. It makes me want to dance. Hallelujah. And sometimes when I don't even feel like it, it takes something to get joy. I got a couple more verses here. Isaiah 65 and verse 14. Behold, my servants shall sing for joy of heart. They shall sing for joy. But ye shall cry for sorrow of heart and shall howl for vexation of spirit. Praise God. So Isaiah 66 and 10. Rejoice ye with Jerusalem and be glad with her. All ye that love her, rejoice and for rejoice joy with for her. And rejoice for joy. All ye that mourn for her. Praise God. In Luke 6 and 23. Rejoice ye in that day and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. Rejoice ye in that day, and leap for joy. Church, it's going to take some action right. to get joy. Come on. That's good. Great. It's going to take some action to get some joy. Praise God. You know, you've got to have joy. There, there's nothing that you, I mean, you can go through your walk with God. But if you don't have joy, you're, you're one miserable person. Yeah. Yeah. Joy is your strength. Yeah. When you're going through all hell, yeah. and it seems like hell's coming against you on every side, yeah. joy is your strength. Uh -huh. Nehemiah 8 and 10. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is, pre is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Uh -huh. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Praise God. Amen. If you're down and out, you need some joy tonight. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. How many people can honestly say they brought joy tonight? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only two people? Praise God. Only two people out of this whole congregation brought joy. Sister Yvonne brought joy. We're in a sorry state tonight. Who's going to get some joy before we leave tonight? Come on. Hallelujah. I said, who's going to get some joy before we leave this church tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know how to get joy? I told you it's going to take some action. It takes the Holy Ghost to get some joy. Holy Ghost and joy are inseparable. Right. Psalm 16 and 11. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At in thy, thy right presence. In thy th presence is fullness of joy. Acts 13 and 52. And the disciples were filled with joy. They were filled with joy. And with the Holy Ghost. And with the Holy Ghost. Romans 14 and verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not meat or drink. But righteousness. But righteousness. And peace. Peace. And joy and in the joy Holy Ghost. In the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah.
Romans chapter 15 and verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy. With all joy. And peace and in believing. And peace in believing. That ye may abound in hope through, through the, the power, power of the Holy, of the Holy Ghost. Ghost. Hallelujah. Verse Thessalonians 1 and verse 6. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy uh, Ghost. With joy of the Holy Ghost. Come on. I'll tell you, you want joy tonight? Anybody want joy tonight? Anybody want the Holy Ghost tonight? You can get the Holy Ghost if you've had it before. You can get it if you hadn't had it before. If, if you don't have the Holy Ghost here tonight and you want the joy we're talking about, tonight's your night. You don't have to leave this place without getting the Holy Ghost tonight. It's the truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I think it's about time Amen. that we get the joy tonight. Amen. Sometimes we got to get to the attitude Jesus was talking about in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth the violence. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. And the violent take it by force. Are you ready to take your joy tonight? Amen. Are you ready to take your joy tonight? Huh. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come if we all get in one mind and one accord. It's, it's got to come as a body tonight. We've all got to get this kind of attitude as a body tonight. This church needs to be rejuvenated in joy tonight. I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about each of us in this service tonight. We all need to be rejuvenated in joy tonight. I want to leave this place victorious. I want to leave this place with joy on my heart. I want to leave this place rejoicing. I want to leave this place on cloud nine tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We've got to get our joy back tonight. We've got to get our joy back tonight. Praise God. And... The devil doesn't want us to have our joy tonight. That's why most of us sat through the service tonight. The devil's got all kinds of distractions going on tonight. But God wants to fill us all with joy once again. I'm not just here to hype us up tonight, church. I'm here to encourage us in the Holy Ghost. We need joy tonight. We've got to get joy tonight. Hallelujah. We've got to get joy to the, to the point that Brother Morton was preaching down in, in Wichita one time, and he said, we got, we got joy water. Everything we got is joy, joy something or other. He said, we've got to get joy to a certain extent that we can't, we can't do anything without joy. Hallelujah. Do you want joy in that, in that fashion, in that manner? I want joy that way. Praise God. Tonight it's time for us to get our joy back. Satan's come in like a flood. And he's stolen the joy of this church. But it's time for us to get in and rally together. And it's time for us to bring back our joy into this service tonight. I'm not leaving this place until we brought down the joy in this house. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, come on, let's praise him tonight.
You want your joy? Come on, let's praise Him. Let's stand to our feet and let's praise Him tonight. Let's give Him all the glory. Oh, ask Him for joy tonight. Oh, Lord, I want that joy you promised to us over and over in the Word. God, I need that joy, God, you promised to us, oh, Lord. Oh, we love you, Jesus. God, we want to leave this place a new church. God, we need a refilling with the Holy Ghost, oh, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name, glory to your name. Come on, let's touch God tonight. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. I brought some joy tonight. Anybody want some joy? Does anybody want some joy? Come get this joy out of my hand. Anybody want some joy? Come get some joy out of my hands. Hallelujah. This little bottle right here can represent the joy of the Holy Ghost. You want this joy? Come get it tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Glory to your name, glory to your name, and glory to your name. Is there anybody else that wants joy in this house tonight? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody else is struggling. Let's bring the joy. Let's, let's let the Holy Ghost have its way tonight. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Oh.